Hi, and welcome to the Fiercely Holistic Podcast with your hosts, functional nutritional therapy practitioners, Kristen Mihaly and Sierra Shea. With this platform, we're going to be your bold advocates, making healthy living achievable by providing small, tangible changes that will encourage your body to regain balance. I'm Kristen, board-certified holistic nutritionist and FNTP, owner of Nourish Holistic Health and Nutrition. I live on a farm in Bradford, New Hampshire with my hunter husband, Dean, our Newfoundland Edison, German Shepherd, Ovi, and an ever-expanding flock of chickens, ducks, and the bunny, Emmy Lou. I'm Ciara, Jarrah's doctor and FNTP, owner of Aura Nutrition and Wellness. I live on Long Island, New York with my incredible husband, Tim, beautiful baby girl, Libby, and two precious Yorkies, Dolce and Cole. Let's dive in. Okay, everyone, let's be real with one another. It is hard to start on this path to living a more fiercely holistic life. I know personally, when I started this journey over 12 years ago, I had no clue where to start. I felt like there was almost too much information. Books, blogs, diet fads, what the heck is gluten? I was a total deer in the headlights. So Sierra and I have decided to dedicate ourselves to building the Fiercely Holistic platform in 2021. This platform will be your host of online courses that you can take at your own pace, and it will also include live programs with real-time accountability and support. Throughout this process, we will still show up for all of you twice a month with our podcast, and we'll sprinkle in some bonus episodes here and there. And know that the platform is truly here to help you take things to the next level. We are beyond excited to bring the suite of courses your way. We are ready to help you really keep moving forward or helping you just start on this path and on this journey. We thank you for all of your love, support, and encouragement. We truly couldn't do this without you. Okay, everybody, get ready for a fabulous episode. This is totally going to get your wheels turning. This week, we are interviewing Jessica Kristen, and she is a Denver-based clean living coach. As a certified health coach, she practiced for years holistic nutrition, and she started to recognize that what you are putting on your body is just as important as what is going in it. Jess is now on a mission to provide people with the right information around the products they are using, purchasing, and bringing into their home. This is so that we can all make the best and safest decisions for ourselves and for our loved ones. Jess believes that everyone deserves to live a, quote, conscious luxury lifestyle where daily doses of self-care become the norm. Who doesn't love that? When she isn't geeking out over finding another amazing sustainable brand to use and share, she is probably hiking, sipping some natural wine, or researching her next travel destination. Let's listen in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Fiercely Holistic Podcast. We are beyond thrilled to bring tonight's interview guest to all of you. She is a near and dear friend of mine. We've known each other I want to say like over 10 years now. (laughs) And Jess Christian is a expert in clean living. So we are going to talk about your cleaning products, your home care and personal care products tonight, and how they could totally be making you sick. Why I so badly wanted to have Jess on the show is because this is such a huge topic that is very much overlooked when you are on the path to regaining your health. So many people will focus on food and supplements and mindset, and then they'll be placing chemicals in their the air of their home, on their skin, on their body. So this is going to just bring us to see another le- whole level of what clean living can do for you. So Jess, welcome. Thank you. Um, I'm so honored to be on here. I'm just so thrilled and excited. I love this topic. I love both of you. And yeah, I'm just so excited to share with your audience and your community. Thank you. Thank you. So let's just jump into this. Can you tell us just a little bit of a backstory, who you are and how you became an expert as a clean living coach? Yeah. So I'll make 
a super long story as short as possible. <laughs> yeah. My name is Jess and I'm from Boston originally. I now live in Denver, Colorado. And I actually taught special ed for six years right out of college, which is something a lot of people don't know about me. And I burnt out from that real quick and just knew it wasn't my passion. It wasn't what I really wanted to be doing. And at the time I had gotten super into running. Um, I always had not a great relationship with my body, like from a very young age. And so after college, I got really into running and I lost a lot of weight and like got a lot of compliments and just, you know, felt really good about that. So I really kind of owned that and really enjoyed being what I like to describe as like the quote unquote, like fit girl. And so I will say that did get me into looking more at like the food I was eating because prior to that, I did a lot of you know, low sugar diets and all that crap. I think we've all been there. And so I started to eat like me more real whole foods and I was running and I was like into fitness. I was teaching spin. And so that really was my passion. I loved talking to people about it. I loved educating people about it. And so I decided to get my health coach certification through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And then shortly after I graduated from that, I was hired at a holistic health practice in Bedford, Massachusetts, (laughs) which is where I grew up. And I learned a lot more there about like hormones and cortisol and blood sugar and macronutrients and like what fats are and what proteins are and how they impact the body. And this, at this point, I was also having a lot of my own health issues. So due to over-exercising and undernourishing my body, I was, my hair was falling out. Um, I was like, my hands and feet were cold all the time. I stopped taking birth control and wasn't getting my period. And so I just started to dig and, and understand that I thought I was leading this super healthy life, but in reality, I was, um, there was just a lot of stressors that I was putting on my body that I really had to deal with. So I really decided that I wanted to heal my own body holistically. And then I of course was like helping other clients to do the same. And I don't honestly can't, there wasn't like a one pinpointed memory around like when I started to understand that also the, the, you know, what we're putting on our skin and in our homes is just as impactful. I think it was sort of a natural progression with everything I was doing. I then started to swap out my products and just become more aware of that. And then fast forward, I moved to Denver. Um, I actually was at a sales job here for about a year and a half. And then after that, I did the nutrition therapy practitioner program, which Chris did as well. And that was when I decided I wanted to start my own practice. So I decided I wanted to do health coaching, holistic health coaching with women. I really wanted to focus on hormone health and a lot of the things that I had like personally gone through. And just in doing that, I just, I really started to realize kind of how, you know, Chris, you mentioned in the beginning is that people are becoming much more aware of the importance of food and the importance of movement. But most people have absolutely no idea around like what we're putting on our bodies and how it can impact us. And you'll, we'll get more into this, but like fertility and endocrine and hormone issues are one of the biggest impacts of some of these ingredients. And I was talking to so many women that were struggling with that. And yeah, I just developed a really strong passion for it. And at the time, I also discovered um, Beauty Counter and I joined them as a consultant and I learned a lot more from them around the lack of laws and regulations that are in place, how we're really not protected with any of this. And it just got me really fired up. And so I decided to transition my entire business into really just solely focusing on educating people around why this is so important. Awesome. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Yeah. So Jess, that is quite the, like you said, that whole progression. And we met back when you were hired at that practice in Bedford. So what would you say, like, let's say someone's just in this moment, listening to the podcast and be like, wow, never made the connection between my health and my products that I use every single day. Where where do you really start? And with that being said, how does the body absorb these chemicals? Like what do we Mm. start to see as maybe imbalances or issues or symptoms that can make you think, wow, I have to look at my products? Yeah. Great question because it can be really overwhelming when you do start to discover this. So in terms of where to start, I would say, you know, just start to educate yourself. There's a lot of really awesome resources. The Environmental Working Group is an amazing website. Um, There's an app actually called Think Dirty, where you can put your products into the app and it will actually show you um, if, you know, how safe it is on a scale of one to 10. But 
in terms of why and like how these ingredients get into and on our bodies, um, your skin is your largest organ. And so anything you're putting on your skin gets absorbed into your bloodstream in under 30 seconds. Um, and these ingredients then have been shown to, you know, create certain symptoms and, and impacts and side effects in terms of what those look like. I mean, it can, you know, it's different for everyone, but you know, I think the most common would be things like skin irritations, asthma, um, infertility and endocrine issues, hormone issues. Um, it can cause a lot of detox issues because these toxins build up in your body and you're not detoxifying them properly. So it can put a lot of stress on your liver. Um, there are even certain chemicals that can impact your central nervous system and also ones that can impact um, like neurologically as well, you know, attention and things like ADHD that we're seeing popping up everywhere. So I mean, sadly, it's hard to like pinpoint just because there's so many different ways that it can show up in the body. I think every, every body, you know, reacts very differently. But I would say if you're someone who is struggling with a health issue and you've done these other things, like you've cleaned up your food and, and some other areas and you're still having some issues, that products would definitely be a place. I mean, I would, I would look at those anyways, but um, this could be like that underlying issue that you're reacting to something that you're using every single day and, and you're not even realizing it. Can we like take a step back and just explain like we're talking about not only beauty products, but we're talking about cleaning products. We're talking about detergents, things you use in, you know, like upholstery cleaners, carpet cleaners, right? Like you're talking about all of these products that are on the shelves readily available filled with these garbage chemicals. Literally everything. Yeah. Laundry detergent, uh, dishwasher detergent, you know, anything you're cleaning your countertops with air fresheners, even candles. Um, and then even things that, you know, we utilize for like self-care, like bath bombs and, you know, face masks and all of, you know, these things that we, and I think that was another reason I got so passionate about this is because I preach self-care to my clients. That's such an important part of like living a balanced holistic life and really taking care of yourself. Yet a lot of these things that we're doing for self-care are then actually creating these, these health issues in our bodies. So, but yes, it's absolutely like pretty much everything that you're using on a day-to-day basis in your home. So just like the same way that we talk about clients to to read the ingredients label on a package for mm-hmm. food they're eating, it's really the same with any sort of product you're utilizing in your home, in the air, on your counters, on your body, especially on your body. But really, it incorporates everything that we just mentioned. Exactly. Yes. Can yep. you just say that statistic again or that little fabulous nugget of data (laughs) so that everyone can hear it and really let it sink in. You were saying everything that you put on your body Mm -hmm. is absorbed into your bloodstream in less than 30 seconds. And then the other thing is things that we're inhaling. I mean, essential oils, if you use, you know, your audience is probably somewhat familiar with those. They're super impactful because of how quickly they literally enter your neurological system. So anything you're inhaling. So yes, obviously things going in your body, I say would be the first place to start, but even things, like I said, like things that you're spraying or candles or, you know, whatever, like those Glade plugins, things like that, like you're also inhaling that. And that is another way that it enters into your um, body and can actually impact things. Like I said, like your central nervous system and your respiratory system because you're breathing it into your lungs and into your like neurological system. And Jess, when you started getting cleaner, like you're in this new lifestyle, did you notice that you became really sensitive to the smell of chemicals? Oh my God. Yes. It's so crazy. I think about like, like bath and body works and like, and like all these places that I, and then it's like, Oh my God. Abercrombie. You can smell it stores away. And then malls are even still a thing. I know. Um, and then that's like terrifying because those are places that are really marketing to young girls. Claire's that, uh, you know, I used to, I don't know, I think I got my ears pierced there when I was like yes. 10 there, they literally just have a, they had a lawsuit against them because studies found asbestos in all of their makeup, literally asbestos in their makeup. And this is a company that's marketing to like teens oh and young girls. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's a whole nother Like right when their endocrine system is, um, yeah. Right. And even like baby products, um, Johnson and Johnson was sued uh, a while back for having traces of formaldehyde in their baby line of products. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, it's just so difficult because I think in a way this is also generational. Like 
oh, my mom used Johnson Johnson, so I use Johnson Johnson, so my kids are going to use, like, you just have your brand and everyone, some people say they're not, but everyone's kind of a little bit of a brand snob with certain things. And like, they pick that one and they just, that's what we use for 40 years. So I, I'm so glad you're opening everyone's eyes to this because once you clean everything up, I can tell you from experience, and I'm sure Sierra and Jess, you both feel this too. Like when I go to a a big grocery store, I can't even go near that aisle, Mm -hmm. that like laundry detergent aisle. It is so strong. And I think I used to go down and probably be like, this smells nice. (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah. Febreze. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lilac, lavender for whatever. (laughs) Yes. And I think it's great that you're bringing up the the scent connection because I get, you know, putting it on my body. But if I was like, oh, well, I'm just swiping down my countertop. Like, why does that matter? Will those chemicals then go into whatever we put on the surface? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like like food or plates. You're probably wiping it and then, you know, touching the paper towel on the sponge. And, but yeah, then it's going on the plates that you're, you know, eating off of. And then you're, like I said, you're also inhaling it. So, you know, I generally tell people like if they're feeling overwhelmed, start with the things that you're putting directly on your skin, especially things that are like staying on your skin. Um, But absolutely, those other things will still have an impact. Um, And a lot of them can also like impact your air quality. I mean, this is kind of crazy, but I was just reading that even like most dryers, they emit over 25 different volatile organic compounds into the air, which essentially like can be carcinogenic um, because of like the products that we're using to wash our clothes with. So there's also just like air quality. So when you're spraying these things or emitting these things into the air, we were having a conversation about bleach before this. And I was just reading about like companies, like big factories that use bleach to clean. Same thing. It's like literally polluting the air because those chemicals and fumes are like mixing and then getting emitted out into the air and impacting the air quality. There's two things I want to say. Number one, if so far what we've said to you has not convinced you to look at your products, <laughs> I want to like take this kind of on more of a macro scale. These products go from where whatever we're using them for into the water or the air, which eventually goes into the water, which eventually goes into the ground, which eventually gets recycled into our environment. It doesn't go away. So As great as it is and as important as it is that we feel we should stop using these things on our bodies for our health, we also need to stop using these products so the companies stop manufacturing these products so we could have a better cycle for our entire planet. Like, this is not just about like, girl, change the kind of detergent you're using. It's like, no, save the turtles, save the birds, save the clouds, save everything. Like, it's a big deal. Yeah. And if you don't want to save yourself, like if you're someone who is planning on having a family or wants to have a family, there are also studies that show um, the average pregnant woman has over 200 different of these like bad ingredients um, in her umbilical cord. I mean, that's insane. So yeah, like fine. If you don't want to do it for yourself, like do it for the environment, do it for your family, do it for the future. I mean, I think there's, if there's anything that like what's going on in the world right now is showing us is like, we don't have another earth. Like you also don't have another body. So that should be a concern. Right. But like that is absolutely another factor. Like many of these chemicals and ingredients are super harmful, not just to the earth, but like the, the ocean um, and yeah, the packaging they're using. So there's that whole other level too, for sure. Okay. Wow. It can, I'm sure, be extremely overwhelming. And I think this is something I just want to say at this point to all our listeners, it's very much ongoing. Wouldn't you say, Jess, like you'll learn one thing, you'll make that swap, then you'll learn something else, you'll make that swap. Like, because I think if you tried to do everything in your whole house and life and family's lives in one day, you'd go crazy. For sure. Yeah. I I would say, you know, 
again, and, and I always like to preface with like, there's no judgment here. I mean, this is because we're not being given the right information. We're literally being deceived every day. Um, another thing that's super tricky, and this is where like as a consumer, it can be really stressful is a lot of these companies now are marketing themselves as looking like they're supernatural when they're not. Um, things like organic and plant-based and natural and even paraben-free, like those labels don't mean anything. So I think consumers are getting tripped up there too. Like Method, that brand at Target that everyone kind of thought was a clean brand also has a class action lawsuit against it right now for marketing as being clean when they actually are not. So that's like another thing is that it's it's so tricky because we're not protected um, by the laws. The, the last law that was passed, like stipulating what can be used in, in our products was in 1938. Um, you know, to give a little bit of a little bit more background there, Europe has banned around 1400 ingredients from there, at least from like their skincare and cosmetics. I'm not really sure about like cleaning products. Um, but the U S is only banned 30. So, you know, we're so far behind, we're not protected by the law here. So it really is like taking matters into your own hands and like trying to educate yourself without, you know, getting stressed out. And let, like I said, like, there's no judgment, like this isn't, you're not like a bad person. It's not your fault. So I just think, you know, having grace with yourself and just knowing that, yeah, like every product you swap is one step in the right direction. You know, every time you decide to support a company that's doing things the right way, you're literally voting with your wallet and saying that you want things to change. So I always just like to let people know, like, look at this as a positive and that like you're learning. And every time you do that, you are like creating change and you, you as one person like can make an impact in all of this. Awesome. Do you, when the label appears to be green um, and they do like the neutrals and the clean lettering and all of that. So are you saying Jess, they can put an organic label on it when it's not actually organic or can they certify organic chemicals? So I actually, I'm not entirely sure like what the, I don't think organic on these products really means anything. So what I think can happen is like, they can maybe use one organic ingredient and then say it's organic, but then also have other ingredients in there that are harmful. Um, like when I was just looking up target has some brand, it's literally called raw sugar. They have like a raw sugar body scrub and it looks beautiful. And I'm like, Oh, sugar. And then, um, you know, it has a lot of like ingredients on there that I really tell people to avoid. So yeah, it's just these loopholes. And like, because there's no, like I said, no laws really stipulating what that means. Um, I will say there are some um, certifications that are legit, like certified B corporations. That's a great one to look for. Um, Leaping Bunny certified is another one that's pretty good. So there are some EWG actually will have like EWG um, certified products. So anytime you see that, so there are some labels that you can look for that are, that you can trust. And can you find these cleaner, healthier products at bigger box stores? Or do you have to shop like direct to the company or at a co-op or something like that? Like, is this going to add one more step to like, okay, I usually go to Target and now I have to go to three other stores? Totally. So yes, there are a lot of brands that you can find at big name stores like Target. Um, Seventh Generation is one. I always like to point people towards there in almost every store. They're also a certified B Corporation. Um, and there are a couple other brands. Another thing that I always suggest is look for a local brand. Like I know Denver has some local brands that you can find at our local Whole Foods and things of that nature. And there are a lot of like small local companies creating these products. So not only are you getting a safer product, you're also supporting like a smaller, more sustainable company. Um, the thing with that, that I will say is it's kind of like twofold. If you're someone who needs that convenience and like, you just want to, you know, go to target and get your stuff. Like absolutely. There's brands there that you can get that are safe. I would say if you're someone who does really want to focus on that environmental side of things, that there are companies that you can really only get online, but they are doing things like using glass bottles and, um, you can get like, you know, they'll send you like the liquid to like, you know, create your own solution rather than sending you a whole new bottle. So I feel like that's something I personally like to consider when I'm looking at options, but I also completely understand that that's not feasible for everyone. So it's nice. I think there's different entry points and you can kind of decide like what you need and what feels good for you and your lifestyle. Awesome. There's something you said before, Jess, that I want to kind of go back to. It's like, having grace with yourself. Mm. Um, So often I see in my practice or even people that I'm talking to that feel overwhelmed and instead of doing a thing, they just freeze. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, I can't because if I don't change all of it, then none of it matters. And then I'm just a can't. I just can't. I don't have the space. Um, 
but it's so not true. Like making a single shift, you know, swapping out one product, really getting comfortable with that and then adding on as you run out, utilizing the EWG or utilizing, I think, you know, like what you're talking about, like a branch basics or Chris, what's the other one that you suggest besides branch basics? Well, now I don't Grove know if it's collective. good or not. Grove mm-hmm. Collective. Mm-hmm. And locally, we have an awesome company called Just Naturals. Cool. And same thing, Just they'll sell the glass bottles and then you can purchase the refills. They're like an ounce or two and you mix it. Yeah. But what like, are your thoughts on Grove? Yeah. What are your thoughts on Grove or Branch? I, I'm, Branch is great. I, I'm not going to lie. I um, I like some of Branch Basic stuff. Some of their stuff hasn't worked as well for me personally, just like the cleaning stuff. Um, but they are like, they're great. They're, they're super natural. They're awesome. They have like uh, this like booster laundry stuff that's kind of, it's great for like whitening clothes and brightening and like scrubbing and things. Um, and that is a product of theirs that I do really like. But yeah, they're totally safe, totally clean. Um, we have a local company called Humble Suds that I am obsessed with. Um, they have like a counter spray. They have this amazing like scrub paste for like bathtubs and sinks. Ooh. And it's literally five ingredients. Like they use five ingredients in almost everything. They have a laundry detergent and it was created by two moms here in Colorado. Um, so I love them. Aunt Fanny's is another one that's like, it has, they use like apple cider vinegar and I think like probiotics in their stuff. And you can find some of their stuff actually at Target as well. Um, and Thrive Market is another great resource. Um, your audience may be familiar with them, but it's online, but you can order things at a discount. They also have like organic foods and things like that, but they have a lot of these brands on there as well. Great. And I just want to ask what every like bleach fanatic bleach is fanatic. thinking right now. Mm-hmm. Are they still really going to work? Yes. These products can absolutely work. There are definitely products out there that probably don't. Um, so I would say like, you know, it might take a couple before you find the one that like works for you, but yes, there these, you know, the, all the products that I promote and talk about, and that's why I like to try them firsthand, um, are totally effective. They will work. They will also keep you safe. Um, and I mean, when you really think about it, like, especially with everything with COVID, I know we're going crazy about, you know, antibacterial and killing germs and all of that. I mean, soap and water has time and time again has been proven to be the most effective thing when it comes to killing germs. And the other thing with the bleach is like, you do not have to like disinfect every time you're cleaning. Actually, you don't want to do that because your body needs some of these bacteria to like keep your immune system safe and healthy. So you really only need to like deep clean disinfect probably like, you know, a couple times a month, maybe once a week, a really effective natural solution for that would be hydrogen peroxide or vinegar, or even things like lemon essential oil and things of that nature. So there are definitely other natural solutions that are just as effective and won't have those side effects. And bleach, by the way, we were just talking about this was, um, it was the first agent of chemical warfare in world world war one. So um, please stop using it. (laughs) I was so mad that peroxide has now like quadrupled in price. It's usually like a dollar at Target. Mm -hmm. I just went to Whole Foods. Target's been out for months. Whole Foods was selling it for $15. What? Yes, I was pissed, but I was like, whatever. We make our own counter wipes um, with peroxide. And like we put it over paper towel that we cut in half. And I wipe all my cutting boards down with it. Like that's what we use. Um, and it's awesome. I'll like wipe Liv's hands off with it and it's just like safe. And you know, I mean, you could gargle with it for gosh sakes. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's so peroxide. That's a, I'm glad you brought that up. I I always forget about that as a good uh, option. See, does that bleach any, like your cutting board? No, it's funny. My grandmother asked me that same question. She's like, will you see is this to bleach hair? I was like, oh, really? Um, it it I did. did. Really? Yeah. Like how much of it? A lot. Because I had a <laughs> Yeah. And then I'd go out in the sun. Where was oh, I in the early 2000s? I kind of remember that. I never oh. tried it. but And I then I got it. into sun in and I looked like a freaking Oompa Loompa. <laughs> so I think yeah. I tried sun in. I don't even know what's in there and I don't want to know actually. No. no. Yeah. No. But I think that's actually a good thing to like, I'm glad we started talking about this because there was a time where all three of us use bad products. Oh my God. <sighs> yeah. Literally like 
like I said, Victoria's Secret, the Body mm-hmm. Shop, Dove, like oh I was like a candle. Oh, cucumber melon. Oh, oh yeah. my god, <laughs> melon, sweet. Sweet pea. Oh my gosh, sweet pea. And I used to have, oh my God, in college, like I had those Glade plugins in my bedroom. Yes. Like disgusting. I always joke that I went from like Glade plugins and Franzia boxed wine to like natural organic candles and like natural organic biodynamic wine. (laughs) (laughs) My life is like kind of the same, but a little bit different. Yeah, (laughs) up-leveled. That's it. You're just up-leveling. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah. So what are like can you talk to us about fragrance? Because sometimes I'll look at my labels mm-hmm. and everything will be clean. And then it'll say, like we see this in foods, right? Like natural flavoring. Yeah. And then in chem in products, I'll see fragrance. So what the heck is that? Oi, yeah. So fragrance is literally like an engineered chemical. Um, but the thing is it can have up to 3000 different ingredients under the term fragrance, but it's literally like considered a trade secret for some reason. So companies do not have to disclose what is in it. So that's why they can say like, um, you know, Oh, this is paraben free. Cause I think parabens are one of like the heavy hitters in terms of ingredients. They're known endocrine deceptors. So that's like one ingredient I always tell people to look out for. So companies now will say like, oh, we're paraben free. But then if they have fragrance on there, they might have parabens and formaldehyde and all the endocrine disruptors and all these awful ingredients. And they can just slap it under fragrance and they literally don't have to disclose what is in that fragrance. Wow. That's really sad. It's crazy. Yeah. And another thing I'll throw out there that like, this kind of adds another level, but I think it's important to talk about is also the sourcing. So, you know, there are some companies that I think may call something fragrance, but when you go on their website, they literally list out exactly what's in it and where it's coming from. And so the other tricky thing with some of these ingredients is there are certain ingredients that in their natural form are totally safe for humans, but companies have no idea where they're getting it from. So a lot of them can be contaminated with super harmful ingredients. And a lot of these ingredients can be tied to really to terrible things like child labor laws, because they're just trying to get these ingredients for super cheap and they don't really care where they're coming from or how they're getting them. So that is like a whole nother level to like look at and consider that is pretty scary. Um, Like an example is mica. So mica is totally natural. It literally comes from a rock and it's used to make like eyeshadow shimmery. And um, like I said, if a company is sourcing it correctly, it's fine. But mica has been um, linked to a ton of child labor and it has also been contaminated with like carcinogens and um, like formaldehyde and asbestos and all these other awful things that you just don't want in your body. Wow. Wow. So if we are getting off this episode and say, I'm th- getting rid of everything. <laughs> what, and this is kind of a twofold question. One, how do we properly dispose of these harmful mm. chemicals? And two, isn't that in and of itself just a wake-up call? If you have to properly dispose of them because they're chemicals, then why would we use them? Like I wouldn't slather paint on my skin to do right. a, a mask like you know so totally yeah i mean that'll depend on the product i would just encourage people to um you know i mean most labels should probably tell you how it should be disposed so you know especially with things like you know bleach and some of these more harmful products like they are considered a hazardous material so i would just yeah it, i think it really doesn't depend on the product so i would just look into like how to properly dispose of it i know there's some like i have a good friend in denver who has a junk removal service and so you can you could potentially like call a service and just be like hey i have all this stuff i don't really know how to get rid of it in the proper way um just to make sure that it's being done like correctly and properly would be my suggestion for that okay great great so Jess, we also know that you focus on clean beauty products and cosmetics. What got you into that realm as well? Yeah, that is definitely where I really started before I kind of branched out into doing like just 
in general, clean living. Um, Beauty Counter was a huge part to that. I I joined Beauty Counter a little over a year ago. Um, If you're not familiar with the company, they create safer, specifically skincare and cosmetics. But as a company, they're also on a mission to just get more laws passed in the industry to get safer products into the hands of everyone. Greg Renfrew is the CEO, and she honestly was super inspiring to me. Um, You know, she really built this company because she was so mortified when she started looking into the products that she was using on her children and in her home. And um, she really wanted to create these products that were safe and also super effective. Um, But as women, I mean, we're putting on, I forget the exact statistic, but it's like over 30 to 40 different products a day when it's all combined. And um, the cosmetics industry specifically is just like, so terrible, so saturated. Um, Like one I like to mention is um, lipstick. So the FDA found high levels of lead in lipsticks made by some of like your biggest manufacturers like Procter and Gamble and L'Oreal and Maybelline and CoverGirl. Um, In a study, 61% of 33 like popular brands tested positive for lead. So for me, I think it was just more coming from this place of like women's empowerment and like empowering women to feel good in their bodies. And I was like, what the, like, what the hell? Like these products that we're using to like, again, for self-care or like, you know, I want to you know, put some clothes on and put a red lipstick on and feel good about it. And, and they were literally just slathering our bodies with chemicals and being misled. So I think that's really what like got my fire lit in terms of how, you know, crazy all of this is. And then that's when I really started realizing that like, it's also all the other, other things in and around our home. But yeah, I think the, it was joining beauty counter, you know, kind of coming from that place of women's empowerment and really feeling like we all deserve to, you know, like I said, like, put on the face mask, take the bubble bath, put on the lipstick or whatever, and feel really good about, about what we're putting on our bodies. So that's kind of what, where I started. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So how, if our listeners said, okay, I want to make this transition, where would you recommend they start? Like with their home, let's do, where should they start with personal care and or cosmetics? And then what product or like one or two should they start with for home products? Totally. So personal care and cosmetics, again, I would think about the things that you are putting on your skin daily that are staying on your skin. So for women, I would say things like your lotion or moisturizer, because you're probably using that twice a day, morning and night. Um, Foundation, because you're putting that on and like, again, leaving it on all day. I would say like, if you are someone that wears a lot of lipstick and lip gloss, same thing, like you're applying that throughout the day. And it's literally like on your lips and your mouth. Um, Another big one I like to mention is deodorant. Same thing. You're applying that daily, maybe multiple times a day. If you're, if you're someone, we hope you're applying that daily. Yes. We hope you're applying that (laughs) daily. Um, So that's where I would look in terms of like skincare and cosmetics in terms of household products. Laundry detergent is a huge one because you're washing your clothes with it. And then your clothes absolutely are absorbing that. And then that is literally sitting on your body every single day. Um, so laundry detergent, and then just like your all purpose counter spray, cause same thing, you're probably cleaning your counters at least once, maybe twice a day, probably more if you have kids. So any sort of like counter spray, counter wipes, things of that nature, I would really, um, I would really look at. And if you're still using Glade plugins, please throw them out. <laughs> yes, yes. Just what did, what's the lawsuit against method for? The method lawsuit is um, pretty much just saying that like they stipulated that they were supernatural and they didn't disclose that they were like actually using synthetic harmful ingredients. So it's like they're, the lawsuit is for being misleading with their advertising. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, a topic that is not too often, like we haven't even discussed it because we didn't think of it, but mm-hmm. menstrual products. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh my so God. Tampons, yeah. pads, all these things are not, it's not organic cotton. Like cotton is actually very heavily treated with chemicals yes, and we're putting that right on very, very sensitive parts of our body yeah. Yeah. or in our vaginas, like product of our bodies. Literally don't even have to put the ingredients on the box. Like they don't have to, you'll, if you like go pick up a box of tampons, you will not find the ingredients. Yeah. And I feel like, thankfully, I would say within the last, I want to say two years, maybe not even that much, Yeah. Um, organic options have become readily available. Sure. Um, menstrual cups, yep. 
Kristen and I are going to have a whole episode on that. We bonded on a whole Heck nother yeah. level around menstrual cups. <laughs> we did. We really did. But yeah. it's true. Like that's another area that is not discussed often, um, but is very, very important, especially if you're a woman wanting to become pregnant. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, another one that I just discovered that is great is Cora Woman. Um, I believe they make some tampons that are like free of all chemicals and and things like that. So that's yeah, and don't they have a subscription service? I think they might. Yeah, I think they have. I think they have a cup, but they also have like tampons for people that. Yeah. Um, you know, do you want to do that? So yeah, they're they're so I just discovered them, but they're supposed to be awesome. Um, but yeah, and that kind of just feeds into something that we really haven't touched on, which would be the, you know, endocrine disruption. That is a huge, huge factor in some of these ingredients, specifically, um, parabens and phthalates are probably two of the biggest ones. So these chemicals can literally mimic estrogen in the body. Um, and so for women that can impact your, um, your eggs, it can impact sperm. Like this is important for men too. I think they get overlooked, but like Fertility for men, same thing. It can lower their sperm sperm count and it can impact the health of their sperm. For women, it can lead to issues with fertility. Excess estrogen in the body can also be linked, is linked, has been linked to certain forms of cancer. So, I mean, this is, this is real shit. Like, and like we said, these young girls that are, you know, in their, they're still growing and like their reproductive system is still developing and they're, you know, shopping at Victoria's Secret and Claire's and putting, you know, tampons that are made from God knows what into their body. So that is a huge reproductive health, endocrine issues, hormone disruption. Like that is a huge, huge factor in all of this. Can we um, kind of break down the heavy hitters? Like what are some of the worst chemicals um, that we want to look for? And then before you jump into that, phthalates for the people that aren't familiar is the word that's like p-h-l-a-t it looks yeah. like it almost looks like it says platelets or something <laughs> yeah so yeah. that's what phthalates is um it took me a very long time and a couple of tries on miriam webster to to say pronounce that word for me. <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah so um phthalates while we're on it those are a big one and they're actually a class of plasticizing chemicals and they're used to make products like more pliable um, and also designed to make fragrance stick to the skin. But they have been shown to not only disrupt the endocrine system, but also ca- cause birth defects. Those are often found in synthetic fragrance. So same thing. They can say phthalate-free and then throw it in the fragrance. Um, nail polish, hairspray, and then plastic materials are a big one for that. So you know, now we're talking not even necessarily products, but also like the plastic containers that you might be storing things in. Um, parabens are one that I also just mentioned. There's different forms, like there's methyl parabens, there's purple parabens, there's a couple different forms. But anytime you see the paraben at the end, it's a class of preservatives um, that are used to prevent the growth of bacteria and mold. Um, but they have been shown to, to disrupt the endocrine system and alter certain hormone mechanisms in the body. Those are really big in um, cleansers, body wash, body lotion, foundations, shampoos, things like that. Another big one is sodium laurel or sodium laureth sulfate. So you'll see it as SLS or SLES. Um, and this is our surfactant that can create skin irritation and trigger allergies. It's often contaminated as well with another ingredient called 1,4-dioxane. And it's a byproduct of like a process that they use to create the product. Um, however, it has been shown to be carcinogenic. And sodium laurel sulfate is what makes um, things like foamy. So think like shampoo, body wash, um, bubble bath, anything that like foams, generally it's coming from that SLS that's in it. And then fragrance, which we covered. One other one I like to mention is um, retinol because I know a lot of people go to retinol for anti-aging, but like pregnant women aren't supposed to use retinol. So it's really not recommended. And I know a lot of women, especially that are like like me in their 30s that want the anti-aging benefits tend to get retinol um, products with retinol in it, but I would really encourage people to look for another alternative. Yeah. Collagen. Collagen (laughs) is frankincense. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. eat good food. Um, take a nice bath. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's another thing to consider is, you know, especially for someone who's like, I don't know, like, do I really need to do this? Like if you're spending money on organic foods and a gym membership and, you're, you know, maybe taking supplements or seeing a practitioner, yet you're not swapping out your products, like, you're essentially wasting a lot of your money. So like, I, you know, I kind of like to pull it in that way. I I recently worked with a client and she was like, 
Jess, like I'm seeing a functional doctor because she has PCOS. So she's really trying to heal her body from that. And then she was like, and then I was watching your stories and realized I'm cleaning my kitchen twice a day with these like endocrine disrupting chemicals. So that's absurd. Um, so just, you know, something, like I said, it's, it's, it's all these like pieces to the puzzle and they all compact and like have an impact on your overall health and well-being. This doesn't need to be like you have to take out a home equity line to switch your products over. You can get as bougie and fabulous as you want, but you also can use like white vinegar and distilled water, hydrogen peroxide. Sierra did say it's now $15, but (laughs) normally it's a dollar a bottle. Uh, You can use these things. I love, I'm nervous to say it, borax, boric acid. Oh yeah. I've, okay. I, I've, it's like super, super old school. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot about it, but I'm sure it's yeah better than yeah. bleach. Like I use that as a clean oxy clean. Okay, cool. And I will use it to clean my my sofa carpets. Totally. Put it in my detergent. But a box of it's two thirty nine. Yeah. So yes, you can get like really pretty glass bottles and subscription services that you send in and they send you refills, or you can make a lot of these too. Um, And honestly, like Pinterest is awesome for recipes, just like at home, green, clean, cleaning products. Yeah. So uh, Sierra, did you say you wanted to chat about a chemical? Yeah. So Jess, you mentioned one for dioxane um, Mm -hmm. and this is really interesting. So Chris and I did an episode on water um, and I had recently, uh, this is probably a year ago or so, um, seen a report for Long Island water because I live on Long Island, New York, and um, our water is disgusting. Despite having very wealthy communities here, um, our water is disgusting. It's like not drinkable. Um, The amount of chemicals in it are really sad. One of the chemicals is 1,4-Dioxane, and there was a whole article about how it is so water stable that there are not any filtration systems that exist yet that can remove that from our water. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. And like, basically um, I think they were saying like UV is the only thing, but the amount of money it would cost our municipalities to put in a UV system. I mean, we wouldn't be able to afford water. Like there's no way they can't do it. So um it's really maddening on a lot of levels. So now we're talking about, again, making that connection about a beauty product in our drinking water. Yes. Like that should piss you off. It should piss you off. Didn't they say the little beads in the, what is that? The apricot scrub. Remember we all used it? St. Ives. Yes. Don't they like make fish explode? Yeah. They're plastic. They're literally plastic. So, I mean, not only are you rubbing plastic on your skin, but yeah, they're terrible for the environment and like the aquatics and like, yeah, all of that. They're, yeah, it's awful. Jess, I feel like every single person needs to work with you. So what is it like if someone did say like, okay, I'll take some of these tips, but I got to go deeper here. What are some of the services you offer your clients within your practice? Yeah. So I really love like, I I love researching this stuff. I love finding companies. Like that's my favorite part of this is like companies that I've already vetted that I use that, you know, you can trust because it it's overwhelming. It can be really time consuming. You know, not everyone has time to sit down and like look up on the EWG, every single product that they're using, especially if you're, you know, someone who works full time or has a family. So I really try to make things accessible. Um, I provide a ton of education, like on my blog and Instagram, I have a free clean swap guide. That's like three steps, three simple steps you can take right now. And that also includes a target shopping list with all like brands at target that I found were actually safe. So people can grab that on my website or my Instagram is like a free resource. Um, I have also just like a seven day. Downloading now. (laughs) Yeah. I have um, a super simple like seven day clean swap course that I put together and each day covers like one item in your home. And I talk about what ingredients are in it that are harmful. And then I give you some safer alternatives. And then the third option is for the person that's like, I I just like, I can't handle all of this. Like, I just want to know my products are safe. Just like help. Um, I do offer a one-to-one service where I, it can be done virtually or in, in the home, um, physically, if you're in Colorado and I will, we'll go over the main areas of your home, like kitchen, bathroom, 
and laundry. And I literally will go through every one of your items. We'll decide if it's safe or not. I'll help you dispose of the items. And then I order all like safe replacement products for you. It literally comes to your door. Like everything's included. So that is my favorite way to work with people. Um, and with that, I send them like an email recap of just like all the resources and like products and brands that I, that I used and found for them. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. So this is just getting the wheels turning so much. I'm so psyched. I know I, I'd like to say that our home is pretty clean, clean and clean, green and clean, but I'm excited to like go through again and really like dig even deeper because I sometimes will be like, Oh, this says organic, you know, and it's easy to throw that in the cart. So thank you for inspiring myself and Sierra and hopefully all our listeners too. And in all of our episodes, Jess, we like to give our listeners three key takeaways to support and inspire them on their health journey. So if you had to choose three things that someone could do right now, what would they be? Yeah. Um, I would say download the Think Dirty app and just start putting some of your products in there and and see where you're at. Um, I would say pick two to three products that you want that you want to swap out and like give yourself a goal of, you know, swapping those out in the next few weeks. Um, maybe look at some of the heavy hitters that we we talked about. And third is I would encourage you to just share this information, like share this podcast, share my page, share like the more that we talk about this, the more that we educate other people, like that is when we are going to see these changes being made. And so again, I know it can seem really frustrating and scary and overwhelming, but um, yeah, please just share with one person that doesn't know this stuff. Um, it's so important. And I think we, we all deserve to be armed with the right information and to feel empowered around these decisions. So those would be my, my tips. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, this is one of my Ooh. favorite episodes. I really, me too. Like one of the conversations that's so important to have yeah. and you're so educated and you're such a Thank good representation you. for what Thank it you. looks like to just show up and like make the shifts and really put your health as a priority. And that, thank you. Thank you for being you. And thank you for coming on our show and thank you for everything. And lastly is have fun with it. Like there, these, I get super, I like geek out over like finding this new natural candle that I can light and like the new Epsom salts I can soak in. And I mean, I even love like the counter spray I use. I know that's weird, but, but like have fun with it, Yeah, you know, have fun with it. Know that you're creating this amazing, safe space for you and your family and your loved ones. And like, that's a cool thing to do. So Jess, how can people find you? Yeah. So Instagram is probably the best place. It's Jessica at Jessica Lee, L-E-E, Kristen, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N. And then my website is jessicakristen.com. And I love connecting with people. So shoot me a message. Let me know that you listen to this podcast. Like, let me know you're there. And I would love to, yeah, connect and chat. I'm following you now. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Jess. We will totally keep this conversation going. And everyone, go get something nice and clean Mm -hmm. for a beauty product and a a personal product. (laughs) Indulge. You deserve it. All right. Thanks so much, Jess. All right. Thanks, ladies. Thank you so much for listening to the Fiercely Holistic Podcast. If you loved this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review to help us grow. You can find Kristen at nhhnutrition.com and Ciara at auranutrition.com. If you have any thoughts, questions, or topics you'd like us to cover, please email us at fiercelyholistic at gmail.com. The information provided in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. The views and opinions expressed during this series are solely those of the individuals involved.